we go. We're back. I don't know if people want us back, but we are back. We have no choice to be to be back. Shouts out to Go Currency for making this happen. You're drinking tea. I'm drinking coffee. It's a Wednesday morning. It's about 10 a.m. How you feeling? How you doing? You doing okay? How come this is just the <laughs> ultimate? Like if you hug your mug, if you hug your mug, you're just you're you're a girl in the fall or the winter. You know what girls do that guys don't do? They have the ability to like cross their legs on the couch. <laughs> Yeah, they want to get as guys kind of want to take up as much room as possible. Yeah. Like if they lay down, like what's up? We use the pillows. Yeah, they want to like it's extend, give as much space as possible. Girls like like how can I how can I get as tiny as possible as I sit down? Or, you know, or like yeah, like legs crossed, legs are under. Like sometimes the double fold. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Crisscross. Right. I've never been a crisscross guy. Stuff I mean, hurts. You need to go see the chiropractor. Oh yeah, the day after. There's no that. question about that. There is zero question about but that. Yeah, guys, it's all about space. It, and like space. when we get, when I hit the couch, like I am, my body needs to relax. Like I need to lay out. Right. Kinda. Yes. Or you know, or get the feet up. You know, like. <laughs> They want to crisscross and they want to do all do that it, stuff. Do what you're saying. Hold the mug like they, that. They hug, yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. Hug it. They hug the mug and they want to tell you about their day and their feelings. I I I, <laughs> <laughs> I did hear. I heard this. There was a girl. Uh, there was some female stand-up comedian, and I just saw this clip, and I was like, that's pretty good. She was like, marriage is waking up every day and the person next to you giving you a full report on how they slept. <laughs> and I'm like, that is the most true thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh. It is kind of true. Like, I'm even, I'm guilty of that. Like, you, you roll over and you're like, not very good. It wasn't as there. good as I would have liked. <laughs> I wanted more. I wanted more. Yeah, I think it's fair. If you had a bad night's sleep, Ooh. you should let the other person know, like, Right. Didn't get sick. Didn't even get three hours. How many times has Belle, your daughter, woke up? You hear her, but you're like, I'm not going to, if I just act like I'm asleep, and she'll wake up. And she'll, I, I have I gotten mean, a lot. <laughs> you played the fifth? I mean, <laughs> yes and no. I, there's, what's amazing is I, I think it's like dad brain where my wife, if she hears the baby, will wake up. And, right. Yes. You know, the bird. Yes. Like, it's like those National Geographic birds. Like, she's a bird. <laughs> yeah. There's a nest. There's a baby. She's right. alert. I'll sleep through it. Like, and I mean, I'll sleep sometimes through it. I've gotten the, worse sleeping through it. But do you ever like there are times I think I'm like Jack Nicholson of the Shining, like hearing things. Sometimes I'll be in my house and I think I hear a baby crying. I do. I do that, too. I'm it like, is. What? Oh, wait. Like, oh, wait, oh, you hear that? It's like you're hallucinating. Seriously. I, mean, I, I think that's, I'm the same way. All parents, I think, just like they just feel like the alarm goes off and they're hearing babies crying. Um I think shots out to go currency for making this pod all possible. Um, okay. I got you. Okay. Let me see how many pages I wrote of stuff. Okay. So this is all I ended up. I'm at eight pages of things. Okay. Can I ask you the, a question? A dumb question. Yeah. When do you do this? When do you do your writing? Just over the court. Like whenever I get a moment, like kids are good. I, you know, I'll like, I did a lot of it last night Okay. from like eight 30 to 10. You do it the night. You don't do it the morning. Okay. So I'll, I write notes on my phone, topic ideas, and then I'll really put them together. And I kind of just, and the good thing about you is like, I don't feel like I don't have to throw like, Hey, do you care if we talk about this? I just kind of like write stuff down never and I let me. you just react. <laughs> yeah, I'm never, never going to tell you about me. things. Okay. So I got a bunch of things. I'm not sure if we're going to get to everything, but we're going to try. We're going to get into a Wisconsin preview. Mickey was at, uh, had his press conference. And of course, Mickey just, Mickey just tells like everything. tells everything. I got to tell you. 
<laughs> I didn't even hear what he had this press conference yesterday, but I'm excited. I mean, it's true, it's I'm true. excited to hear through you what Nikki divulged this week. How you guys doing? We're excited about Wisconsin. I will uh, tell you guys, I was picking my nose on the ride to work today. <laughs> yeah. It's like Mickey, Mickey, little too much, little TMI. Okay, I'm excited. We're gonna we got we got Wisconsin. We're probably gonna go deep the first play. <laughs> There's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance we're going to take a shot early, often, maybe even during the script in the first drive of the game. If I were Jim Leonard, I would keep an eye on Palmer. We uh, might just throw deep the first play. And then with that said, I'll open it up to questions. <laughs> <laughs> He's way too honest. But maybe he can use that as an advantage someday, right? See, that's why I wonder sometimes, like, you know, if because if you just divulge everything, like, you don't know. Because at this point, you're like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah. Whip is always whip. Whip's quick to like. Whip is quick to kind of say everybody's good. Yeah. Like how's Casey? Like yeah, I look fine. And like Casey didn't practice. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whip. Whip is by the way. Whip's going to the booth. That's, that's which is good. which is fine. Okay. <sighs> I can't believe we're gonna do this. All right, get your get your headphones on. I have a song. The song is going to. We need longer chords here. Yes. Uh, this is ridiculous. So the song has to do with the kind of the. The, the time for Nebraska football. And then I just, I let my, I hope you allow me to be stupid for a little while after, after this. Yes. So there, there is a, there are some things going on the world of Nebraska football. And to me, I kind of thought that this song is pretty appropriate for, for the moment. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. I'm just going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to get to the part that I want to get to. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Come on, baby. Oh, Timex Social Club rumors. Here's the one about Tina. So this is just rumors going on right now. Very inappropriate verse. Michael, some say he must be argue, but they said if he was straight, he would move that way. It's like what? Susan, some say she's just a tease. So the rumors have the been rumors. These are the, the Timex Social Club rumors have been about the coaches, right? Well, Monday was the Matt Rule Day. Matt Rule Day. Yeah. I mean, it's just so like. Are you are you interested now as we parlay to the ridiculous part of this whole thing? Are you interested in hearing about some of the? I feel like I'm Bill Maher. But like we actually got some of the new book titles. Do you want to see this? Are you interested in hearing about any of the rumors that about the coaches? Uh, yes. You want to hear? Yes, do you want, would you like to hear about what some of these rumors look here. like? Oh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know what some of these rumors are. Okay, we're just gonna let it build oh, up. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. I see what's going on here. Okay. Okay. This is now making sense. Okay. So this this is just uh, this is just Timex Social Club got together and they made a remix to rumors in honor of the Nebraska coaching search at this stage of the game, right? Because yeah. things are heating up. Things are getting crazy. 
So, I mean, I'm going to give you a couple, okay? Did you hear the one about Leipold? He really <laughs> wants to dance. I heard Trev got a tattoo on his arm and it says Lance. <laughs> you want some more? Do you want some keep more going, of these? Okay. Going, yeah. All right. Yeah, this one's good. This one's pretty big and there's going to be a theme here. Okay, here we go. Did you hear the one about Dave? It's big just like a panda. I heard Trev got a tattoo on his arm. It says Aranda. Oh, God. You want, to, you want some more? Yes. This You're going to like this one. You're really going to like this okay. one. This rumor's good here. Did you hear the one about Munkin? The message boards are talking. I heard Trev got a tattoo that says God, country option. Yes. <laughs> Let me give you a couple more here. These are so bad. You ready for this? Yes. There's, this is a good one here. This is a good one. Did you hear the one about Dion? I think I saw a sign. I saw Trev Albert's license plate, and it just said Coach Prime. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just as I wrote these down, I'll give you two more. Okay. Ready for this one? Yep. There's a theme. Did you hear the one about Lane? I heard that he is tripping until he found out Trev got a tattoo and it says Kiffin. <laughs> Last one. Last one, people. Here we go. Oh, my God. So stupid. Here it is. Did you hear the one about Matt Rule? I heard he's on a jet. I heard he got a tattoo on his arm and it says Trev. Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh my God! Those are so. I I tried to get creative, but I thought it was funny that every rumor. <laughs> okay, guess what? What's the significance of everyone being every rumor? As I started writing down these rumors, the first two I wrote down were Rule and Leipold, and they both ended in tattoos. I was like, this would be funnier if every rumor ended with some sort of tattoo. Someone I got heard he's got a tattoo, tattoo on his arm, <laughs> and it says Lance. <laughs> Oh, uh, so there you go. That's what's going on in the world today. Okay, oh, that's what's that's what's going. on. I had on. no idea what you were doing when you kept the music going there. So yeah. yeah oh God, yeah. that's great. Oh, I hope that God. was very stupid. My jaw hurts from smiling. No, that was oh. so stupid. That was Man. one of those things. It's like it's not funny, but I hope people enjoyed that on some level. Nick, that was stupid. Very fun. That well, okay. Fun. Do you want to get into the rumor mill a little bit? Yeah, let's I mean, do because it. it's heating up. What do you? I mean, because we had a buddy text us, or buddy Chris text us about some rumors and stuff like that. Like, what do you? You what do you chalk up the rumors to right now? Because they really have like seemed to increase exponentially over the last couple of weeks. I, I think it's just restlessness. I mean, it doesn't seem that there's like a real leak out there. It seems more just like people just need something. They need something right yes. now. And so the rumors are filling that that void for like we're not really relevant in any way right now. So that's where the rumors come in. I think you're right. I think that, I think it's two things. I think one, it's close to the end of the search. So like people are, you know, you're getting to the end and people are yeah. getting antsy. Uh, I also think when there's a void in the absence of information, human beings can't help but fill that void with stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, but I also think a part of it is, I think the Mickey Joseph train is losing a little bit of steam. And do you tell me if, I think a lot of people, and I'm even guilty of this. Yeah. I think a lot of people felt this obligation to embrace Mickey and root for Mickey until it became pseudo obvious, like, ooh, Mickey might not get the job. So, like, I think anytime the rumor mill started heating up, people were like, no, 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 we got to respect Mickey. Yeah. And we're not going to really like play into the rumors 
at this point out of respect towards Mickey. So I think it's I think it's it's the end of the search. There's been a void of information. The Mickey trains losing steam. All those things have yeah. led to a bunch of different stuff. That's inter- That's an interesting way to phrase it. It was like almost a respect thing for Mickey to to almost like uh, I don't know default that he's got a great chance to earn it or something. Yeah, you, you know? don't want to like, disrespect that chance by yeah. being like, "Did you hear the one about oh, Lightbulb?" <laughs> you don't. You know. You don't want to do that, right? Like, because I even I, I even. That might be a better song than the song of rumors. Though. <laughs> I, I just enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed the song. Like, it's a better song. Could you imagine Nick, someone doing four song. minutes of? Did you hear the one about Blub? <gasps> then set it. I heard he da 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 da, and then and then it's a tattoo that gives it away. I, here's what I like. I think the more that I understand now that you were like. Everything was a tattoo, and it was a, it's dumb. It's dumber because that, I think I like it more. Like the I, more that I'm thinking about that song you just sang, I think I like it better. I again, I try. I sat down over coffee this morning because my my little my little my little six month old slept in today. So I was like, okay, I got a quiet house. I knew this was a song I wanted to do, and I started writing. And I was like, okay, I think it's funnier if every rumor is in a tattoo, tattoo that gives it away. The only two the, there was a. Matt license rule, plate rule yeah license plate had prime license plate had coach prime and then various people got tattoos sometimes it was mostly trev got a lot well, of matt tattoos. rule got a matt rule trev. got a trev tattoo that's that's very telling that's so stupid maybe that's telling of where <laughs> yeah well okay okay well okay real quick look, let's get into some See, of the rumors i believe the rumor so i believe matt i'm all rule in on these rumors front runner now yes okay well real quick and I didn't even wasn't aware of this rumor until I read Mitch Sherman's piece today. But apparently, Zach Smith, former Ohio State wide receiver coach, he said on a podcast that Dion to Nebraska was close to happening. I, I will say this: even though I just did a rumors song that included Dion, I think of all the candidates that have gotten thrown out there, I think Dion is the one that is the most absolutely crazy to me. It seems the less, the least logical, maybe. Um, and I, I saw there was something on. I think maybe it was Eric Strickland had a podcast. I think he like legitimately texted Dion yeah, yeah. himself, right? And Prime said no, no. He said no flat out. And right. I think that's usually. I mean, if that's not the proof you want, uh, I just doesn't mean it's not. There's not. There's not a kernel there. I mean, maybe Dion's a guy that you know they called. But I just don't know that it, I, it it feels like is this where Dion wants to be? I will say the one thing: nothing is nothing is done until it's done. I remember vividly because I was you know I was paying close attention to it. I had committed to Roy Williams. Roy Williams then rumors to North Carolina were heating up. I'm in my house like oh my god, yeah. and he was asked after they lost the national championship game in 2003 to Syracuse and Carmelo. Bonnie Bernstein asked him about the North Carolina rumors and Roy Williams said on like live said, I don't give a shit about Carolina. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I mean, if he said that he's yeah. not, he's not going. And then a couple of days later, he's going to Carolina. So I guess what I'm saying is like, it, it, you, you take everything people say with a grain of salt, but yeah. I'm more so take it from like, I just think it's a kind of a bad fit both ways. Like Deion Sanders in Lincoln, Nebraska just doesn't seem like a fit. And then I think based on what, I think Trev wants. I don't think Dion is really who he wants either. 
No, I mean, I think it, it, it's, it's a very non-obvious fit for Dion. Just, just like who Dion is and the state of Nebraska, right? I mean, it, it's intriguing in some ways, but um, just because Dion is like, you know, he's the greatest cornerback to ever play. He's had a lot of success coaching. Yes. Which I, I guess I was a little surprised. I, I was too. Um, but he's been able to recruit like yeah. almost nobody's business. Right. I mean, it's it's almost insane the way he's recruited at Jackson State. I mean, that's insane. Right. When you get like five star dudes at yeah. times. It's it's incredible, but you kind of see the the power of celebrity, celebrity right. and the ability to recruit in that name. Like you kind of are seeing the future of like like, well, there's something there, right? There's something there that you have to be like, you have to take very seriously about Dion. I think what you're talking about, though, is like, is the fit right? And See, that's, that's very hard to Because to, to me, if you're going to hire Dion, I think you could just hire Mickey. Like, Mickey is is some ver- some other version of Dion in some ways. Like, he's a better fit for Nebraska version of Dion. The work, yeah, I mean, Dion's just such a nationally bigger name than yes. Mickey. That's the part where Dion has more intrigue almost than Mickey, but you're right. Mickey's fit is infinitely far better, better. but um, yeah, but Dion's got like a higher ceiling for like recruiting and no and question publicity, all the, all the things you kind of like the shine that Dion brings is never right. Is never dim. It's freaking it's it huge. Is, it's Dion. That's why he's called primetime. He is, it just doesn't he, feel like I just can't really like close your eyes and picture Trev being like, it's a pleasure to introduce to you the next head coach in Nebraska primetime coach prime <laughs> and coach primes just walks up there. You know, like I just can't see it. I mean, he's so he's so himself is what's great about Dion. I love Dion, but it's like such a different attitude than the Nebraska attitude of right of the past. I mean, Tom Osborne to Dion is night and day. It is night and day. Dude, could you imagine? So Tom Osborne has clearly had like, I think he met with Frost every week. He's met with Mickey every week. Do you think Tom would meet with Dion every week? He'd be like, what's up, T.O.? What we doing? What we doing? I think Man, I, went fishing, I went fishing yesterday. <laughs> they were, didn't catch anything, but you know, I mean, but you know what's weird is there's a lot of ways like Dion and Tio would probably love each other. Oh, a lot, they, like no question. Sometimes those those are the type of relationships you would be surprised how well they work. I think he would laugh every joke that Tio went for. I think Prime would like explode. Oh yeah, it'd be great. And but, Dion would keep Tio. Oh, he'd be like this, light, a le- yeah. this the legend right here. This time I want right here. You look my man, Tio. Yeah. Bring it in. You know, like where'd you get that jacket, man? You know, like I think it'd be a lot of that. Like, for well, sure. I got it in my closet. Like Nancy got for me in 1983. It was a Valentine's Day present. I didn't like it at the time. You know, it, yeah. it just be like, oh, I love it. You know, but okay. So you you bring up some other rumors. Two weeks ago, I think it was uh, the Thursday. I was heading to Kansas to do a KU game, sort of in November third. Everyone thought there were, the big rumor that day was oh, there was just there had been a board of regents meeting, yeah. and it was to discuss that Mickey Joseph's going to be the guy. Everybody thought that Mickey was going to get hired two weeks ago. This was leading up to the Minnesota game. Crickets didn't happen. Then Sunday night, Mon- all day Monday was Matt Rule Day. I mean, it was a it. Everybody act like it was a. There were media members tweeting out photos of Rule and like yeah. people were acting like it was a done deal. And then Monday comes and goes and crickets. So. It's hard. 
I, I will say I, I was the other things I, I I've been surprised at how quiet this search has been, especially on the front of the fact that like you haven't even seen. I think I heard Chattel bring this up and it's such a good point. You haven't even seen certain coaches parlay Nebraska's vacancy and interest into a contract raise and extension. Yes. You haven't yes. even heard that. Like, for instance, a couple of years ago when Tim Miles was a dead man walking, Oh, out of nowhere in the month of February, Oregon announced a contract extension with Dana Altman. It's like, yeah. hmm, I wonder why that is. Yep. Because Bill Moose had reached out to Dana. I know this is what happened. They yep. all, Before they gave it to Hoiberg, they offered it to Dana. Yep. Okay. So that's what happens. You know, and, and the smart thing to do is to parlay interest from someone else into more money. Yep. You haven't even seen that. And so I'm like. No, there hasn't been like Leopold's probably I mean, Leopold's the guy you the think, obvious one. You'd think if Kansas was smart, they would lock him up right there for longer. And there's nothing there. I mean, I think Aranda's contract's pretty new anyway. But still, but, every contract can yeah. get torn up and re redone to a yeah. certain extent. No, no Matt Campbell, no Aranda, no nothing. You haven't seen any sort of thing like that. It's just kind of odd in yeah. some ways. But when you do, after the fact now, read about how things went down with Lincoln Riley and USC. The, the, when you read about it, my understanding is that basically USC hadn't talked to Lincoln Riley until the day after the final game of the regular season last year. Yeah. Now, Lincoln Riley's agents agent had there had been conversations yeah. like that. But Lincoln Riley himself had not spoke to anybody at USC oh, wow. until the day after the USC season was an early, an early firing. What they were, they September as well. Last yeah, I year? thought so. Yeah. So I'd imagine that there's a chance that that could be the case of what's going on. You know, like yeah. maybe Trev, I think in my mind, I've envisioned Trev at some point has talked to Lance Leipold or talked to Dave Aranda or talked to Chris Kleiman. Maybe that hasn't actually happened. It's, Trev to agents or search firm to agents. It's everything is behind closed doors right now. But still, even, even so, you would think if there wasn't, let's say that is happening. Agents, Trev is talking to Lance Leipold's agent mm -hmm. and Lance says, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And the agent goes, well, let's take this to Kansas and try and get a get a raise out of this thing. Yeah, that hasn't even happened. That that I'm surprised that like I haven't heard that from any of the candidates, right? I haven't None either. of the candidates. Um, but doesn't this this at least this information should shed some light on Matt Rule, though, right? Like to me, if you've got rule, I would think he's the guy that would be announced. You would think so. I the two guys, the only two candidates that could get announced before the end of the season are Mickey Joseph and Matt Rule. Yeah. And we are 10 days away from the end of the season and no announcement. So you kind of go, well, what's going on? Yeah. All right. Nick Bob podcast is powered by H and H automotive. Want to tell you about the Onyx dealership in Omaha located at 150th and Dodge Onyx won the best of Omaha. Number one luxury car dealer award. How about that? You win the best of Omaha. You do your thing offering the industry leading brands like bmw jaguar and land rover i was looking at the onyx website in fact i pulled it up right here I'm not gonna lie bo rude i think a white range rover is kind of my dream car is it isn't that like I, it to me it's just a beautiful 
car. Like it's a beautiful looking car, and I've never been inside of one. And I'm looking at it right now. The interior looks incredible inside. But speaking of other, so I said Land Rover. They got Jaguar. Didn't your mom? I loved your mom's BMW. That thing. That thing seemed like a smooth car. They're super smooth. I also have a friend that has one, a current one. And they're roomy too. Like they're extremely roomy. And as a guy who, like, I rode your back seat. Like the the knee room, I was blown away. By you're right. Me. Your mom's car was big for they for are, not a big for not a big SUV type of thing. Like it was a it was big a sedan. It's a yeah. big sedan. But yes. now they have sedans and the SUV Beamers. But yes, man, dude. Hey, BMW is fantastic. Your boy. One day, one day I'll be in a, in a white Range Rover. Okay, just one day it's gonna happen. So for that's me. dream. You understand? Okay, that's the dream car for me. How about this? You want another reason to go there? Onyx offers a bottle of wine with any vehicle purchase. I swear to God, that's true. So you're telling us we do a wine pot and they offer bottles. Of I'm wine? just telling I you. I think we need to go there next. Just we telling you that's what happens. Okay, you can experience it for yourself at 150th and Dodge or <laughs> online at onyxautomotive.com. That's onyxautomotive.com. Drive Onyx, the new standard. Uh. Speaking of Matt Rule, I I'm with you. I would say right now, if I had to put a gun to my head, and we're going to do a little coach draft, hopefully a little later here. Uh, I think the most likely guy is Rule. That's just. Would you? Do you feel that way? That's what it feels it like to feels me. Feels like it's like there's no. I got no explanation for why that's a better. Like I don't know enough about Matt Rule as a coach to know why. He would be the the number one, but it seems like the feel is that he is the number one, right? Yes. Like for whatever reason, the national media and the local media are kind of, I think both on the, it's probably a Matt rule. Like I've heard more about like, you know, people, the national media are saying it's Matt rule. Yes. Uh, and I'm not sure like, uh, what insight they have into that other than they know people that know Matt rule or something. Let me, let me, I want to say a couple things about rule before it's too late. I will say my, I don't know what word, I don't know if lukewarm is the right word. Me being a little ho-hum on rule. Let me make it a clear that it's more out of like a lack of full, I don't have a great feel for rule. That's that's what we've been saying though. And like, so I just don't want to turn on these mics and be like, you know, I love I love what he does and this and that. Like I don't. I, I'm just telling you, I I don't. I can't sit here and disingenuously act like I have a great feel for Matt Rule as a coach and how he would fit at Nebraska. So a lot of my hesitancy to go all in on that is stems from that, not necessarily anything. And that's nothing against him. It's more on me. Are you in that boat well, too? Or? Here, here's my here's my issue with Matt Rule. All right. He was at Temple, never saw a game he coached. When he was at Baylor for a short, you know, yeah. cup of a couple tea. of years. Yes, cup of tea at, at short Baylor. Cup of tea yeah, short cup Baylor. of tea at Waco, Texas. I don't think I watched one Baylor game when he was at Baylor. That's where I'm hurt. And then he goes to Carolina. Didn't watch a Carolina game. When, so, like, right. I think what's hard is the only taste I have of Matt Rule is that it was a quick turnaround in the NFL. Like, you know, so, but here, here's where we got to be consistent. That didn't bother me when it's Urban Meyer. Right. So, I need to think the same way, like, about Matt Rule. Is he a better college coach than he is a pro coach? It wasn't the right fit there. Um, so I think, I guess it's hard for me when it's like somebody gets quickly fired somewhere. Um, that's probably where I was a little bit more lukewarm, 
But I also don't know enough about Matt Rule. Uh, that's where I'm like, I, I, I'm Luke, like, if you say you're Luke, I'm lukewarm because of the same thing. It's it's a lack of knowledge. It's lack it's, of like, you know, Matt Campbell, you got to watch one or two games a year. Right. I've watched Lance Leipold. I've watched Jeff Munkin. I've watched Dave yeah. Aranda. I've watched Chris Kleiman. I've watched like, you know, I've, you've seen, I feel like I'm just, I'm more familiar with these other guys. So I feel more comfortable yay or nay in some of these guys than I do Matt Rule. For me, and this is just like, I understand where you're coming from. I don't, the NFL thing I don't care about. I don't, I don't like, I, I'm, I think to be, I mean, it, to be honest, it kind of, it bothers me how quick he, he yeah, got that, there. I mean, but, I, but I'm trying to be consistent with, yeah, you're like, I don't care it about doesn't Urban. matter about Urban because you think Urban's a good coach. But the difference is I, I know Urban. Well, Urban the other, is. the other thing too, my rebuttal to that would be, come on, Urban, Matt Rule, like, give me yeah. one's got a track record that is proven to have the benefit of the doubt over Matt Rule. You know what I'm saying? So here's an interesting thought about Matt Rule, though, right? So Matt Rule was one of the few guys that ever makes the, I'm a college head coach, and I'm going to the big show. I'm going to the NFL. Like, that is kind of a unique transition to make. Um, When that's been a graveyard for most people. Yeah. Like, Pete Carroll made the transition. Cliff Kingsbury is kind of like it always seems like Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. People are like the axe is out, ready to like he's very. He I, wasn't even a great college. Yeah, coach, I, I don't. I don't. Him. But very rarely do people make that jump. The one thing I will say is I think the the fact that the NFL wanted him to me is a big feather in the cap for rule. Like they that's don't want. They don't want some. That's what I'm saying. They're it, no it, interest in bringing in a bum. That's what like, I'm saying. That the, the unique thing about Rule is that he's kind of dynamic enough that he made that jump, and that's not everybody. I mean, there's a lot of coaches out there. There's only a few that can make right. that jump and can get a spot ahead of some like dude that's in the NFL that's moving up the ranks. So that's a big. That's probably a more of a positive for Rule, even though it didn't work out necessarily with him there. Um, they viewed him think, favorably. If enough. you think about the moment that he got that job, like where he was as a candidate is that's a really high bar. Yes. So uh, that's where rule. There's some very, he's intriguing too. Cause yeah, I, I think I need to know more about like, what's this dude all about? I'd love to hear like former players and other coaches under him be like, how this real guy. is this dude? Yeah. And that, that's why I haven't even heard that yet. Here, here's, um, this doesn't even make sense. This analogy, like, the, the, I think one of my one of the reasons I'm lukewarm on rule is I feel like there's a better version of a similar coach that I want more. And mainly it's just because they've coached at the same place. It's almost like you're with your buddies. You're like, we can eat at this steakhouse or this steakhouse. And you know you want a steak, but you just like this steakhouse more than the other one. Yeah. So you want to go with I want to go with Ruth Chris and not Outback. You know, it, well, that's a pretty well, 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 you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think of what the right, but you, I think you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's Fleming's or it's Ruth or Chris. It's, Ruth yeah, Chris. Yeah. it's like, well, just because I want Ruth Chris doesn't mean that I don't necessarily, I think Fleming stinks. Yeah, Fleming's think, is still good. It's still really yeah. good. And I say that to like Outback, though. Out, yeah. <laughs> Applebee's or Ruth Chris? What are we thinking here, fellas? Nick, only, but see, only you would hold Outback or Texas Roadhouse up to Ruth Chris. Hey, dog, you that's ever had any rolls at Texas Roadhouse, boy? Nick Bob. Oh, boy, them boys. So the joke was always if you if Nick Baugh was was there was a search warrant out for Nick if he committed a crime, <laughs> you would just put out an APB that like check all the Texas roadhouses in the 500 mile radius, 
And you know you'd catch him eventually. Yeah, those rolls bring your boy in, Texas boy. Texas Roadhouse, Outback Steakhouse. They're good steaks, man. Well, the best part is you used to think that was like fine dining. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> I tell Kim, like, hey, Texas we're your nicest Roadhouse. dress. We're going to Texas Roadhouse. Honey, tonight. it's our anniversary. <laughs> oh, we're going to eat. Out- There's peanut shells all over the floor. Outback Steakhouse. We're going. <laughs> A blooming onion. <laughs> um, no, but I, let me say this before it's maybe too late. I just, I, Dave, I still like Aranda more. Yeah. I've been considered, like, if you think about it, to me, Aranda has had success at Baylor, just like Rule did. You could argue more success at Baylor. He actually won the Big 12 last year. He actually beat ranked teams, as we pointed out last week. Yeah. When you look at Matt Rule's tenure at Baylor, he never beat a ranked team. I also like that Matt, that Dave Aranda has coached recently in the Big 10. He was a defensive coordinator at Wisconsin from 2013 to 2015. Yep. I like that. Uh he just won a national title at LSU as a defensive coordinator. Like, guys, that is huge. So to me, like, and then the last thing, if you value Mickey to the degree that I think a lot of people value Mickey, yeah. the most likely head coach candidate that assures Mickey Joseph is here is Dave Aranda. I guess I'm, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills that I haven't felt like, I kind of feel like Aranda is the home run. You know, what's weird is, I don't know what it is about the Aranda thing. He seems to be the least talked about of all these coaching candidates. When you, you, I mean, I know you like, you say, I feel like I've talked to your more, home yeah. run and, and there's a lot to like about Aranda because like I said, big 10 sec, big 12 success, success, uh, defensive, defensive guy. Yeah. Um, lots to like there. Um, but it seems like I don't know if that's just like do people know something we don't like he's happy where he's at at Baylor or the contract is too big the you know I don't know you name it like what's the thing that's keeping him from being a bigger name for this job I think what's interesting is you you've right and I could even say Chris Kleiman I feel like Chris Kleiman hasn't gotten talked about a lot now maybe it's because Maybe people know that he's, you know, off the market from the standpoint of he loves his AD and all those yeah. sorts of things. And he's kind of got it going now in Kansas State. Like, I don't the the guys that I'm not so sure aren't like one, two and three on or top three on my list are Aranda Kleiman and then, you know, God Country Option, Jeff Munkin. Jeff Munkin. <laughs> but and I feel like those two of those three just don't get talked about a lot. I don't think any of them get talked about. And so I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe I'm over here on my island, just like that, like a crazy bow on his island. He likes a random. I, I mean, I'm hearing Mickey. I'm hearing Matt Rule and combination Leopold Campbell. Yes, that's really what I feel like I have heard. Little Gary Patterson going hard to the paint for it. Yes, but really, like never a random Monken climbing. The the one good thing about rule is he's got that 40 million dollar buyout so any contract he gets from a new employer gets subtracted from his i think he's let's say he's going to get 10 million dollars whatever like it gets sub- that gets subtracted yeah the reason i bring that up is you could like that could free up a lot of money for your assistant coaching pool yeah where you could maybe maybe Matt rule you don't have to pay him Eight million dollars a year. Maybe maybe you can get him at whatever four million dollars a All year because he's, he's because he's, he's getting willing, he's double dipping. He, he could double dip so he could say, "Hey, just give me a little less because I'm going to get it anyway." That's yes. I'm getting I'm getting my I'm going to get to eight million one way or another. I'm going to get 
this and that, and it's going to get to eight, and then that's going to free up money to go get more high-profile assistance. That's a real thing. Mm -hmm. That's a real thing. I'm not against million-dollar coordinators. No, you know, absolutely. I mean, if we've learned anything, you got like you got your Mickey's, like the Mickey's of the world. You got to pay because they can get the the dudes. Like yep. you, you get your recruiters, you get right. the the you know the the coordinators that are the best of the best. Like that's what it's about. I so so that's a good thing. Yeah. So so that's a good thing. So Ooh, that's we'll, well, yeah, that's very interesting. So I, I wanted to say all those things before like if anything gets announced, and well, obviously if it ends up being rule, you know, we'll have to familiarize ourselves a little bit more. Yeah, I, and, I'm surprised that the the local media hasn't reached out to uh, former players and assistant coaches that have worked with Rule. Like to be like, this is what Matt Rule's about. This is what people are he's saying. Been seemingly yeah. the number one guy. You would think there'd be a little bit like some blurbs on like like why is this dude so good? Why I, I is did, he such a hot? I did I did see this quote and I liked it. It's from Paul Meyerberg. He was on Hale Varsity Radio. Um, he, he said, quote, if you pulled 300 Texas high school coaches today and asked them who their favorite coach is, I promise you the majority would say Matt Rule. Specifically in Texas. Whoa. So all of a sudden now, you know, you open maybe maybe that becomes a state that that is kind of dried up for Nebraska. Maybe yeah. maybe Rule gets you back into Texas. Well, that's strategic, right? So, I mean, the, I remember just when Urban was talking – like Urban had a great breakdown in Nebraska, and he he always says there was there was a major mistake when we stopped when we left the Big Twelve and we stopped recruiting Texas. Like that was the pipeline that Nebraska had always tapped into, yeah, right? Um, and we know that's going to be a strategic hotbed for us in the future. We got we got to do well in Texas. I mean, Mickey's helped us do well in Louisiana. Uh, Sean Becton's been really good in Georgia. Right. We have. Not done well in Florida. No. Uh, well, they've gotten guys from Florida. They just haven't really like panned the out. guys. Yes. Yeah. But that's to me, that's where, I don't know. That means maybe we're reaching. Right. I think we're reaching in there. We're reaching for guys that I, I've always felt like the Florida guys, we, we reach for stars, like quote, recruiting stars, not like we've reached for players well uh, i'm gonna i'll get more into mickey's presser but since we're kind of talking about that he, he in his press conference yesterday they i think it was eric olson the associated press asked him about usc and ucla coming to the big 10 and what that maybe does for recruiting and strategy in terms of california yeah and mickey mickey basically said like oh we're gonna have to go to cali now but i loved what he said he goes if we go out there we're going to get a draft pick yeah i like that i, I think if I had to interpret what that means, they're not going to go out there and take a chance on some guy. Like if they're going to, if they're going to roll the dice, I think they'd rather roll the dice on a 500 mile radius guy than roll the dice. That is it though. That's the, you know, that's me, how I interpret that comment. So that to me is, I think that to me is like the biggest mistake. The frost era yes. recruiting was, was it was re they like they reached all their reaches were guys that didn't want to be in Nebraska. Right. You know, they're reaching for guys that aren't that good, that that have some potential, but they haven't, they're not proven like tough, hardworking football dudes that we can plug and play. Right. Fit our system. Like, just like, all right, we're going three or four, like, boom, this guy, they're reaching for a guy. It's like, well, he's got like we like his rankings, but he's, he's there's a lot of question marks. Or, or just like, well, he's from Florida. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's fast. 
Let, let's let's take a flyer on him. And it's like that. And so what I I, I like that comment from Mickey because yeah. I think it's just like because his point too was you know a lot of those a lot of the top guys. He goes, a lot of those guys want to stay West. A lot of the top guys. Yeah. So he basically, I think he made it sound like, listen, a lot of the top dudes in California are going to go to USC or UCLA, or they're going to go to Washington or whatever, somewhere on the West Coast. He's like, if we're not going to get one of those top dudes. We don't need them. We don't, we're not going to go get them. We're, we're not going to waste our the time. Tur- the turnover, like, I've been, like, there's just, there is a culture change oh, yeah. for these dudes. Like, the dudes that came from California, they were all like, Kind of like it, they love the beach. They miss the beach. They always are talking about like all the stuff they would do. It's a different attitude, and it's just the Midwest is its own thing. It's like we we're more about like the process of grinding and be like it's always something a little different out west. I, it's like it's like like football is a little bit more of an afterthought to the like. Lo- There's always some of that 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 I think there. That comes out of the the, the, the West, ca- the West Coast, Coast, the yes. California guys. That it's an adjustment. Some of them adjust and say, "Hey, I kind of like this thing," and some of them just are like, "Dude, I'm out of here." Like it's just you can feel it. They're like, they're not going to make it. I I I don't know. I think this is what you're saying too, or I think you'd agree with this. Of all the guys, I played with guys from everywhere, and the the dudes that had the hardest time transitioning to the Midwest were not New York guys. We're not Texas no. guys. We're not, you know, uh, Florida guy. It was California people. The California dudes yeah. were the, had the hardest time transitioning and they were the most different seems dismissive. That's not what I, they were the, they were, I don't know. They, they were different. They were the most different. I would agree. I would say from all the different places that you pull from. Yeah, I would say that they're. I'll just come out and say it. a lot of the California guys I played with, the most soft dudes I played with were always from California. Really? Yes. Mm. Well, I mean, I think in ba- like if we're talking basketball. Yes. I mean, you know, if you come if you come from New York, Chicago. Yes. Like those are tough. Like that's like a tough ad. Like that's a tough. Yeah, the East Coast is just you know yeah, they're they're, tougher, they're, they're yeah. on edge. They're they're angry. They're it's an attitude though, yes. right? The attitude of when you come out of New York or Chicago or any of those places in basketball is it is definitely toughness, right? Is, and ca- there's California cool. Everybody's California cool, but it's laid back. It's just the 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 culture isn't about. It's not about the toughness and the work. It's more about there's like there's just so much more going on. Yes, I always say like. They're just used to like the amount of entertainment. I mean, it's the entertainment capital of the world. You got Hollywood, you got the beach, you got there's something to that. It's just a little bit more like chill. You and know, you can't like, tell me the, the weather. I mean, I, the weather has to impact. Like, if it's 75 and sunny every day, it, it, life's a lot easier. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Most of the time, the guys that, that, that make it in the Midwest that come from the Californias or, you know, there's a few other pockets in, in the country that are like that. They're unique birds that they want to work. Like they right. want to be workers right. and gra- they have bigger ambitions. The guys that are just sort of like the average, they struggle in the Midwest. Right. So I just love. I love. I thought that was a good comment from yeah. from Mickey. Um, as yeah. he was bringing as like I thought that was a great. I was like, yes, that's the I like. Beauty that. is is like yeah, go get the star. If right. That star. That dude wants to come here. Right. Take him. But if it's not like. This dude is a home run player. If it's a a maybe guy, 
take the guy closer right because we can count on the guy staying yeah like, i think that's it you can count on him being more of a fit and staying i i just the turnover like well we, like who who is the dude we uh we got the dude from hawaii in that one right. recruiting class and then my first thought was like great but i was like the chances this guy stays coming from hawaii to nebraska i just was like it's, pretty it's low. not great right it's not great it's like if a guy from Nebraska, the chances of a kid from Nebraska or Iowa or Kansas staying in Nebraska, put it at eighty percent. Right. A kid from Hawaii or you're from L.A. Like, put it at ten, twenty, thirty. Well, like, I just don't think if you're going to miss, it's easy to keep them. If you if all things are equal, like, I'd rather take Garrett Nelson from Scotts Bluff, that's a three star, than some some three star from Orlando. It's a, and they're or compar- like, and they're comparable. They're comparable. They're comparable. Like, but this guy is from a bigger school or something. So to me, it's like I still like. I don't know. I I want to know how bad do you want to be here? How bad how do bad? you want to be here? And I want to know like when you recruit, I want you to talk to all of the the coaches in the area and be like, who's the best player you played against? Right. And if it's not that guy, right? You go. <sighs> uh. The Nick Bob Podcast is powered by Runza. You know, there are a lot of ways to to greet someone. Hey, hi, hello, what's up? Another way is, what's popping? Well, here's the thing. That greeting has taken on a new meaning now because the answer to what's popping is now Runza's new popcorn chicken. That's what's popping. Runza's new popcorn chicken is amazing. Little bite-sized, delicious all white meat chicken that make any day better immediately. I love them. My wife loves them. My kids cannot get enough. Two-year-old Mac, six-year-old Mava are constantly wanting to get it popping. Great for a snack, great for a meal. Pair them with the best crinkle fries on planet Earth, and you are set. All I got to say is you need to get out to a Runza location nearest you and get it popping. What's so hard to understand about that? Get it popping with Runza's all-new popcorn chicken. Runza makes it all better. Okay, so a couple of things before we get to Mickey's presser. Did you, Chattel, did you read Chattel's story today? Not today's. So I'm not going to lie. I'm, reading, I'm going to read the first th- three or four paragraphs, and to me, it doesn't sound like I would say this doesn't sound like Mickey's a candidate anymore. Like, it's a weird... So this is the... This is from Chattel. Again, we're taping this on a Wednesday. It says, interim Nebraska coach Mickey Joseph hasn't had an interview for Nebraska's permanent head coaching job. And he said Monday he hasn't talked to Nebraska Athletic Director Trev Alberts about the role. But Joseph would be open to staying on Nebraska staff should another coach get the permanent job. In a brief, separate interview the World Herald with the World Herald, Joseph said, quote, he'd love to stay. If the situation was right, this is the full quote. He said, quote, I would sit down and talk with my, with the family, talk to Trev and talk to the head coach and find out what my role would be. But I would love to stay. I mean, maybe I reading those four paragraphs, that doesn't sound like a like. It's not an endorsement for Mickey, and it's also not sounding like Mickey is acknowledging that he thinks he's going to be the head coach. I mean, it's just the fact like and who knows what this you know, hasn't had an interview for the job, hasn't talked to Trev about the role. He, it almost sounds like he's 
you know, like, Hey, I would love to stay if that's, you know, whatever the new coach, like, I just, I just wanted to throw, I read that and thought, well, it, interview, well, he's the head coach right now. Right. You know so maybe yeah. So maybe it's like you don't need to have like. Did you bring your references? Thank you. Oh, okay. We need three. Tom Osborne. Mickey, that's a good one. Mickey, yeah. You only put down two references. We asked for three. Sorry to be sticklers here, but we 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 have a process. You know, like, a, I mean, that's a, Mickey in a real boss move. He could put his one of his references could be Trev in an interview to Trev. Ooh. Like you, one of my references. You'd be like, you got the job. You just checkmated me, didn't you, pal? But I just saw that and I'm like. I read that. I just thought it was interesting. So here's the thing, though. It's like uh, he would be interviewing for the job that he currently holds, right? <laughs> you know. But, but I think that interview, but that interview would be more like, okay, the we understand, yeah. yeah, like okay, we understand this isn't the iteration of what your program would look like if you were the coach. Lay out your vision on X, Y, Z. Like I'm surprised. Like, and who knows, Mickey? Mickey may be playing coy. But, like, but, but here's here's. I guess here's the difference, though. What's the point of interviewing him when he has the job and his interview is like, show us you can do it. Like the interview is the season, right? But I think the interview is also, wouldn't you, if you're Trev, wouldn't you want to know like, hey, what offense are you thinking? Who are you thinking for your staff? How would you approach this, that, whatever? See, like, didn't they kind of already talk through that when he transitioned? I, I don't know. Well, I'm, I saying, I'm saying like there's one thing to adjust your staff of what you had, the cards you're dealt. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, I think if my guess is this, there's been no, obviously they said there's no formal interview. My guess though is like the vision stuff has been discussed, right? I would be surprised if it's not, but I'm just like, I don't know why Mickey would phrase it that way. Him and Trev talk every week. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, what are no they talking more, about? There's no more of an interview than like you and that guy talk about the vision of the program every week. That's the interview, Nick. There's no need for like, can I have some reference? Like, no, I'm just saying, know, like, I, I just don't know why he would phrase it that way, though. Like, I think they're just maybe I, it was a misunderstanding of how, you know, I don't know. I, but I just me, thought that was a, interesting. The interview is what he is going through right now. That's right. his interview. He doesn't need to sit like Trev is doing that with him every week. Like if you're meeting with Trev every week, you're interviewing every week. Right. You're probably right. That's the I, interview. Just, I just read that. I read those first four paragraphs. and I was like. That doesn't sound like a guy that's going to get the job. No, but that that sounds like a guy that's not going to get the job. Okay. Uh, all right. Mickey at his press conference, there was something he did that made me say, "Say what?" <laughs> but first, I got to tell you about Go Currency. I think it quick time out there about Go Currency. It is your business need easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms for up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a newer used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application, and the Currency Finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Go to gocurrency.com for details. That's gocurrency.com. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant, CFL, license 60DBO-54873. Okay. Mickey's press conference. Say what? Say Uh, okay, a couple of updates with the quarterbacks. Of course, Mr. Like, he acts like he's like, 
like when he gets up there, be like, all right, Mickey, raise your right hand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth? <laughs> so help you guys, like, I do. And I mean it. <laughs> I don't think we have a chance against Wisconsin. We are going to throw a trick play in the first series. Jim Leonard, get ready for that. I'll open questions. No, but okay, so he was very forthright. Chubba, Purdy, ankle sprain. He's going to have surgery in a couple of days. Yeah. So he is done. Logan Smothers has been banged up, but likely will play. But then the big thing is that Casey Thompson practiced and there is a chance he plays. Yeah. I don't know how to read that. Again, he's been one of those guys that's been, we've joked about how honest he's been, but boy, would that be a game changer? Yeah. So Casey might play. Do you buy that? I don't know what to, I think the nerve thing, I don't know how to, I mean, it's probably going to be close. I mean, Casey, you know, that's, I think Casey will lean towards trying to play. I think he will. So, I think so, yeah. I think today's the day where he's got to, they got to make the call today. I think Mickey even said something like, by Wednesday, it's either he's going or he's not, right? Right. And so they'll know after today, but I, I think there's a chance. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, it's hard I don't know to how tell. to read it. If you I, can't hold the ball and throw it right, I mean, you can't play, but. It's such a weird injury that, you know, a nerve thing, you don't like, is it, does it hurt? Is it more about like just your grip? I think is it's it, about, can you grip it and can you freaking rip it? Like, can you gr- hold on to that ball and like deliver a throw consistently? Right. Or if, if it's pain or like shooting pains, right? Think about trying to throw a ball. And you oh, like, you couldn't do like it. a surge. Yeah. It's that's it. You're playing with fire then, you know? No question you are. So but I I'll don't, tell you what. I, I I would take a Casey Thompson at 70% than anybody else right now. Yes, I, I would too. So it's certainly something to to think about, and we'll get into it as we talk about the Wisconsin game. Maybe the, the honestly, the biggest say what moment was in the fact that, so at this point it would be like maybe Casey's number one and Logan's two, or maybe Casey doesn't play, Logan's one. The backup quarterback is Jared Sinek. A walk-on from Hastings. He's a redshirt freshman. So, I, if you a week ago, if they would, if if I'd have been, if if I'd have been with with, did Regis pass away? With who? Regis who? Philbin. Uh, I don't want. I don't, I don't think Regis passed away. Did he? I don't. Let's we make better, sure. We better. So. We don't want to say something too dumb here. I don't want to. I mean, I just want to make sure because I was just going to do who wants to be a millionaire, and I want to. Regis is alive, isn't he? Died, died, died in twenty. Damn, Reach. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. We will. Well, we no, are going to make fun of him. We just, are big fans of Regis Philbin. Well, I was just going to. I was just going to say, like, if I was on, you can do you know, impressions of. Him. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to be on open game, like yeah. Husker who wants to be a millionaire. Like, all right, this is Nick who wants to be a millionaire. You know, if the hundred dollar question, like, is Jared Sinek on the roster? Yes or no? I'd have been like, no. Final answer. Who the hell's Jared? Sinek? And the million dollar question is: I, I, yeah. I would have had no. Okay, so this is. I, I heard did you Mickey, hear Mickey was asked about Harburg? Yeah, they asked me. Said is Harburg hurt? Is he okay? He's like he basically was like, "No, Harburg's fine." But it was like the idea of of Heine getting in a game seemed laughable to Mickey. Well, so the cynic. This was the justification, I and I, I'll I'll give. I'll give them this. So they said 
this guy's the most athletic. Yes. And so, you know, in these situations that, you know, Mickey was saying to have a, you know, a running a quarterback that can run it a little bit right. um, is important. However, you got two scholarship guys in Harburg and Torres. Yes. They both have like cannon arms. Um, I guess I'm, it, I'm a little, that's concerning to me about what it says about those guys. Oh, I think it's an enormous indictment on what it says about Heinrich Harburg and Richard Torres. Cynic is a red shirt freshman. So he's the same age as Harburg. Yep. And Torres has been on campus since January. So, but he is coming off a knee. So Torres is the one I'm a little bit like, it might be just like physically, he might not be there. Um, but Harburg, this is very surprising. Harburg and Sinek are the same age, and and one they are like one scholarship and one's, one's not. not. And yeah, and there and and according to Mickey, it's like Sinek is is he would be willing to throw Sinek out there against Wisconsin, and the idea of even being asked about Harburg was like, come on, man. But that's surprising. That is surprising well, to me too. I don't. I, so no, what the hell do I know? I just I, I just think it's. Th but this is the part about being on a team that's really hard. Is like there's a scholarship guy that's like the guy, and then within a year, the walk on might have to play, but doesn't have a scholarship. Yeah, you well, know what I'm saying. Right. Like I always find that those parts difficult. I I do too, because and there's it, like. Let's be real. It's like the same reason why NIL is a bit of a problem to me. It's like you usually play the scholarship guy over the walk-on just because, like, well, we used our scholarship on this right? guy. Or like with NIL, it's like, well, we just paid this guy half a million dollars, and we're going to put him a, a walk-on ahead. You know, like these are things now you have to deal with to the next level with NIL. But, like, in the perfect world, you just play the guy that you think can help you win, well, and it might be cynic, the and you don't care. The story I used to tell myself as to why I maybe didn't get as many opportunities when I was at Kansas as a walk-on was if, in my mind, I was like, well, if Coach Self plays, oh, if, if Coach Self plays the scholarship guy, if he plays J.R. Giddens, McDonald's All-American, okay, and not the walk, and if he plays J.R. Giddens and J.R. Giddens fails, yeah. Everyone's going to go with well, J.R. Giddens was a bust. Everybody's going to blame J.R. Giddens. Yeah. But if Coach Self plays Nick Baugh the walk-on and Nick Baugh fails, everybody's going to blame Coach Self because they're going to be like, why the fuck are you playing a walk-on yeah, you got over the scholarship guy? Or, or I think as a coach, you get the blame of like you didn't develop the scholarship guy good enough or something. You right. know, like, but but I think we all know what, what it's like being on a, a team, team with that. And sometimes it's just like, the guys that you think are that were, weren't talented enough to get a scholarship might just be guys that really get it. Yeah. They really get what's going on. They get how to play. They're gamers. They're they do everything right, and they just know. Yeah, and sometimes the guys that are scholarships and big names, they don't. And so I don't know what's going I don't on either. I just was. Surprised. I find it very uh, concerning though when you got two scholarship guys. That a walk on that's their roughly their same age jumps them. Oh, I think it's a bad. It, it is a bad sign for Harburg and and Torres, to, in my opinion. So especially we'll, Harburg, especially Harburg. Torres, like I said, he's a true freshman. Uh, you know, maybe he's a little banged up. Who knows? But either way, like there's a world where Jared Sinek is like under center. 
and I don't know a ton about I just remember hearing his name. So here's his bio. Do you want to just read his bio from yeah, Huskers.com? I, I remember hearing he's pretty damn good. At okay, here we go. Cynic was a prolific passer for Hastings High School. Yeah. He finished his career with 5,622 passing yards and threw 65 touchdowns. According to Max Preps, he averaged 181 passing yards per game. Uh, he went 339 for 598 through the air. He completed 57, 57% of his passes. This is what's interesting. So he had 201 carries for 919 yards and three touchdowns. What what is that like for a really athletic guy? Should he have scored more? Maybe they'd never ran him, but like if he's super athletic, I'm I would have thought he would have ran more, right? Well, he threw. It sounds like, but he, he aired that bitch out. Threw it uh, a lot, man. So he finished with. Uh, he also so he was a second team All State. Um, how big is he? He is, he was also he also played basketball by the way. Um, he is six foot two hundred pounds. Six foot six foot two hundred pounds. Okay. He's got, have you seen him? He's Sunshine. Sunshine. From, remember the Titans? Wow. Like, Sunshine you guys ever house. been to Kearney before? I've been there. And everybody's like, oh, God, Jared. You guys ever been to Grand Island? Can't when we that. got crazy on a Thursday, we went to <laughs> Grand Island. Cruise the Strip. Why do, I don't know why I'm making about to be like. He kind of looks like a surfer, bro. He's going to like, oh, no way. You guys got runs of two. Oh, that was just oh. the <laughs> I thought that was a Hastings thing. Oh, no way. Okay, cool. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. It's like, I kind of like those dudes. That like, At least you know they lit it up somewhere. Oh, for sure, dude. But I, so we'll see. I mean, I just thought that was interesting. Um, can we give you some options here? We're about an hour into this thing. I got an email about uh, someone wanting us to do a coach draft. You want to do that quick? Let's do it. So this is just, it's an email from Dana. It says, Nick, your old friends on Sportsmanlike Conduct did a coach draft on the air. I would love to hear you and Bo do a coach draft on the pod. Say Stafe. Okay, thank you, Dan. That's a play on. I told Joel Klatt to. You heard that, right? No. I had Joel Klatt on my radio show, and I tried to wrap it up by. They say Stafe? I tried to. I tried. I, now I, have a, I tried to say, hey, Joel, stay safe in Lincoln as a Buffalo. You know, stay safe. Like, and I and I got I was like, say safe, say <laughs> say stay. It's horrible. But okay, so thank you, Dan. Uh, oh. I actually Dan, I actually listened to the Sports My Conduct's coach draft. So they, they did a snake draft. They did a it was Jack Mitchell, John, Josh, and they had listeners where they eat, they'd go around and and draft. It's harder with just two people, but I let's do eight. So we're gonna each pick four. Okay. And I think the whole re, the whole thing I want to do with this is we need to approach it like one of these eight guys has like the most likely guys that are going to get the job, not Mickey, necessarily. He's out. Let's do Mickey. Let's, let's put Mickey to the side. Make, Mickey just, to the side. Just to keep Mickey in his own category because he is in a unique position. This yes. is for this is for the outside candidates, not the inside candidates. Okay, so I I'll go first. Okay, Matt Rule. So I'm going Matt Rule as who you think is the most likely to get the job. I would say yeah yeah so a combination of most likely to get it and just like we need to make sure at the in, these the these eight names so the coach has to be in one of these eight names. Okay. Coach has to be in one of these So we eight. can't go like I want it to be like I you know I want is Pat Fitzgerald but I don't think it's going to be Pat Fitzgerald. Okay, the most likely to get it. Okay. So it's a combination of 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 that and who you like. So I, I'm just going to go. I think it should be who. Okay. So I'll go, like I'll, who, who's the most likely in reality that also cross sections with who you like. I would say, I, um, 
I think it's got to be like you're betting on like, like if you had to bet your own money. Yes. This, okay. So this is so this is why you want to pick. The so then I'm going to pick rule. That's probably the best pick. Okay. Okay. So second. So, um. Bow pick. Here we go. Gosh, I mean, this is this is where it gets really. I think it's rule one is right now. I mean, the most likely second choice. <laughs> I mean, Leipold. That's that would have been my pick. You're going Leipold. My third pick. I'm going to go Jeff Munkin. There's just something. I think Trev is just getting his Munkin on. I'm going to go Munkin. I mean, your second pick. Uh, I mean, this is this is where I'm like. <sighs> do you want me to throw some uh, names out there so you have? I'm gonna like, say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Bill O'Brien. I, you know, it's there. There's his name has. It was on. It was in the rumor to begin with. Like he was one of the first names to be thrown out there, and it's kind of not fully gone away. I think there's. I like that. Yeah. My third pick. I'm gonna go. Gosh, do I want to go? I think I'm gonna go with Matt Campbell. Even though that's doesn't feel right, but I'm gonna do it. Okay, your third pick. Third pick, I would say Aranda. I already picked Aranda. Or oh, no, you, no, no oh, did. I didn't pick Aranda. Dang. Did yeah, okay, Aranda. perfect. Then you got Aranda. You I would have put Aranda. Aranda there. Damn, I don't got my guy. Okay, um, fourth pick. Gosh. So here's on the board right now. We got Rule, Leipold, Munkin, O'Brien, Matt Campbell, and Aranda. Yeah. I'm going to go Kleiman. I think that's a good pick. I, like, I don't it, think it's likely, it but I feels gonna... less likely. Now, just looking at some of these candidates, so I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna go through my thought process out loud. Luke Fickle. You've I heard don't nothing think, about it. I don't think he has been a, a, a real candidate. Mark Stoops, I feel like wouldn't want to leave Kentucky right and now. And you've heard nothing about him, but maybe you've heard that's nothing. But Mark Stoops is also, you know, he's got that. I think anytime you have an Oklahoma connection, you have a Nebraska connection, right? Like you understand what Nebraska is about to to the full. And did he play at Iowa? Uh, I would guess so because his his brothers and I came up through Iowa. Um so so there's there's a big ten tie. The reason I brought that up is yes, his alma mater is Iowa. Iowa and you know what? And I, I'm going to say Gary Patterson just because he wants it so much. Yes. It sounds like he is he is politicking for it. Yeah. And the fact that Gary Patterson is, you know, he had 20 years, been coach of the year. Uh, I mean, he, he's not like, you know, young, a young and up and comer. He's more of a like the established, like, you know what you're getting with Gary Patterson, but maybe it's not like the exciting new hire or something. Okay. So the so my four are Rule, Munkin, Campbell, Kleiman. Your four are Leipold, O'Brien, Aranda, Patterson. Yeah. The so we didn't say Luke Fickle. We didn't say uh, Lane Kiffin. We didn't say Mark Stoops. Um, there's been a little Chris Peterson chatter at times. The old Boise State and Washington yeah. coach. Uh, we didn't obviously what, say Deion okay. Sanders. L- l- we didn't say Deion. But let me ask you something. Chris Peterson. That's an interesting one. 
what are your thoughts on him? I mean, it feels like he, the thing he had at, at Boise State was extremely special. Big and I time. feel like when he went to Washington, it sort of blawed out. I mean, let me see what his record yeah, let's, was. Yeah, uh, let's. So, yeah, at Boise, I mean, look at just let me read his records at Boise. Listen to this, okay? Yeah. Here's his head coaching record at Boise starting in 06, 13 and 0. 10 and 3, 12 and 1, 14 and 0, 12 and 1, 12 and 1, 11 and 2, 8 and 4. I mean, holy crap. Yeah. Then at Washington, he goes 8 and 6, 7 and 6, 12 and 2, 10 and 3, 10 and 4, 8 and 5. Not bad. Okay, that's interesting. It's not bad. I get um, the only thing I get But he I, won he won the conference twice. I mean, that's that's a big deal. I get See, I just get worried about guys that are like Maybe I got I got Mike Riley PTSD. The guys that have spent their whole career on the West Coast, their whole career, like you know, so in Boise State, it was in the Mountain West, uh, and then it was in the Pac-12. Like I get I get concerned about like it's a different freaking world in the Big Ten, man. Yeah, I think and you even hear Mickey say like Mickey in his press conferences, he's I think he's like astonished at how different this world is in the Big Ten is. Yeah, I think that's where the having a Big Ten guy or I think we're rule in Aranda, the Texas thing. I think the Texas right. and the the Big Ten thing, or in this case, Climans like North Coast, like that's a right. Midwestern, like Great Plains. Like truly, right. like we're not just Midwest, like we're the Great Plains here. This is like different. Yeah, this it's is it's almost different than like Ohio. Oh, it definitely is. Some people call the Midwest like, you know, Ohio, Indiana, like right. that. We're almost more like we're we're fringing towards the Rocky Mountains, the old Great Plains. Like it's a, di- a little bit different world. Like it's going to be Iowa, Minnesota, North Dakota. We're kind of in that Kansas. Like, yes. We're in that more than we are, you know, the Ohio's. That's a different. That's a more populated Midwest. I, but I would say I'm not I'm not anti Chris Peterson, but for those reasons I just stated, I think that's true though. Like it is different. Like he's intriguing, but. Man, like you're what you've established on the West Coast isn't going to help us here in recruiting. That's how I your recruiting ties do not help us. And I, yeah, just it's a different world. It's just a, it's a the Pac twelve and the, the the it's funny how easy I'm sold today. But like you read that thing about Matt Rule and the Texas coaches, and I'm like, I like Matt Rule that much more yeah. today. Just hearing that that he can the Texas coaches love him. He can recruit in Texas potentially, and I will say I, I did a YouTube kind of like rabbit hole of him and listened to him speak. Like he's a he's a he doesn't look like an overly dynamic guy. He looks like a guy that would like go into like JC Penny and be like, you know, where any polos are at? And they're like <laughs> plain white polos, need a khaki pants, plain white polo, double XL, red polo. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like okay, but he he was up there. It, he was he had a little a little shit to him, which is good, you know. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, so we, again, Lane Kiffin. We didn't we didn't name Lane Kiffin, Luke Fickle, Chris Peterson, Mark Stoops. We didn't name David Shaw. Uh, we didn't name a Kyle Whittingham at Utah, who's been doing great. Uh, Bo- both Urban Sh- Dion. Yeah, I mean both sh- like the Shaw and Whittingham. Uh, Whittingham. They both fall into the Chris Peterson to me. Like I think they're really good coaches. What they bring from there, can they make it work here? Yeah. Like it, the recruiting part of it. I mean, right. Like the recruiting part of it is right. Uh, I don't think there's much carryover. Mike Riley pr- proved that he recruited that West Coast for 20 years, and it didn't help us 
one bit. No, remember it was Calabrasca, and that was going to be like the whole thing. They had a satellite camp, and, no. and it was like, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's where you got to be able the, the person that comes here has to be able to make their hay in the Midwest. Right. You got you to win Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Like, you got to win there. If it was Shark to, Tank. And then you go to Texas. If it was Shark Tank and Peterson or any of those guys who were on there, I'd be like, yeah, okay, uh, Chris, I'm, let me clear the deck. Listen, I really respect everything you've built and what you did at Boise State and Washington. But I think for me, that fit in Lincoln and what you've done just doesn't feel like the right thing for me. So for those reasons, I'm out. It's me, Robert Hirschvick. I'll pay you anything. Please. Please. Whatever you I'll give you what you want. Just I want came in here asking for 500 k for 20%. I gave you the 500 k 20%. Sorry, Robert. Lori? I want to hear what the other sharks have to say. They've all said no. They've already all said no. They were... Maybe they'll change their mind. Oh, they all went out. I yeah. mean, everyone's shark could be out, and Robert will give you Poor an executive. Robert. I know. I love Robert. Robert. So, okay. So, I, why do I always feel not confident? Like, so our our pool, Rule, Leipold, Munkin, O'Brien, Campbell, Aranda, Kleiman, Gary Patterson. The draft of the most the most likely. likely we and think. we and not including Mickey, because we just said, let's, yeah. let's not. So, do so we, are we, I think, are we confident Nebraska's coach is in one of those eight names? Confident? Right? I, I don't feel that confident, but. Um, I feel like it's like Matt Rule and like flip, you know, who knows? It just feels so unknown other than like maybe Rule. At this point, if we were in Vegas, like he would be the minus 110 favorite and everybody else would be like plus, plus 200. Something like, like, I think he is the the heavy favorite right now. It just just feels like the more you talk about, the more you go, God, it doesn't feel like anybody else. (sighs) And maybe it's because Leopold and Campbell. I think we're early obvious candidates and I think losing hurt them, you know, like, yes, yes they, I totally agree. They're, they're the type that needed to like one more winning season to like stamp that they're like, I totally the agree. Guys. If Matt Campbell is sitting here at, at eight and three or, you know, something like that, like, I think it's a totally different scenario, yeah. but he's not. And it's changed the dynamic on this thing. So hopefully, hopefully I know it's weird. Like it, it has to be one of those eight names, but like right now, do I feel good? Like if I could go invest a bunch of money, but like one of those eight names has to hit, you make, you can even money on it. I'd be like, I'll just do I don't 100. feel good about it. I don't feel good about it. And <sighs> it's be hard to tell. Okay. I had a bunch of stuff I wanted to get to that. I'm, I, let, let's, let's get to the Wisconsin preview. Okay. The Dick Bob podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go onto Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. So Wisconsin, 
They're five and five on the season. They just lost to Iowa 24 to 10. They've had an interesting season just like Nebraska. They fired Paul Christ early. I think Jim Leonard's in the same spot as Mickey where they, they really wanted to give him a shot and hire him. Now it's going to get – I think he still has a good chance to get that job. I think I think it was Jim Leonard had to lose the job. Yeah. And Mickey had to win the job yeah. is how I'd phrase it. That's about right. Yeah. And Mickey, unfortunately, hasn't won the job. And it almost feels like Leonard might be losing it. I mean, it's hard. Like, so they're five and five. One thing we talked about uh, when we uh, in in our recap pod was there. There, there's a lot to play for here for Wisconsin. Like they, yeah. at minimum, for Leonard to get the job, they got to probably go to a bowl game, don't they? So they got to yeah. win one of these last two games. Yeah. I think their last two games are are Minnesota. Nebraska and Minnesota. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they they gotta they gotta win one of these games. So it feels like they're playing for more. Than, than Nebraska is. Uh, Wisconsin's favored by 13. Now, it's interesting since that there's been no line movement on anything post, hey, uh, Casey Thompson practice or whatever. Like it stayed, the line has stayed steady. Yeah. And to me, that line would insinuate that they don't think Casey Thompson's going to play. And obviously, the conversation for this game kind of begins and ends there. Yeah. Right? Is that yeah. where you're at with it? Like yeah. to simplify it, it's like if Casey plays, Nebraska could win this game. Yeah. If he plays and he's capable, like if he's not out there like Johnny Noodle Arm, like if it's Casey at 80%, we're okay. Yes. Yeah. If, if he isn't playing, I never want to say, I mean, to say there's zero chance, that's a zero chance is a bold statement, but it's like, have you seen this offense play? And now all of a sudden it's going to be Smothers and homeboy from Hastings. He's like, oh, no way. You guys got. So there's like this in our, in Hastings, there's a Hastings high school and a Hastings college. Don't get them confused, man. I was kept going to the wrong one. First day of high school, <laughs> I went to the college. I was like, oh, it's still bad. confusing, man. No way. Like, he's like Keanu Reeves. He's like, whoa, bro. Whoa. Cool. Lincoln's cool. <laughs> okay, why are we doing this to him? Well, Just because sun, he has long he's got hair. sunshine hair. He's, he's got, got the sunshine, sunshine hair. Yeah. So we're making him into like Spicoli. Like the quarterback meetings, you're like, somebody order a pizza. He's like, oh, yeah, that's me. I, Mr. Han is like, <laughs> he kept saying this is our time. Well, I thought we could have a pizza on our time. What a great comment. What a great comment. <laughs> Mr. Han. Oh, Spicoli. That's just incredible. He ordered a pizza in class. Amazing. Oh, great. Um, but Braylon Allen, dude, is a monster at running back. They're they're not this Wisconsin team is not uh this isn't a vintage great Wisconsin team. No. But they're still pretty damn good. I just, I don't know. I mean, we were like over the course of four quarters, I think Braylon Allen's going to get his. And without Casey Thompson, I, I just, I feel like it's probably more likely that he doesn't play. So, I mean, well, I, uh, no Casey Thompson. And if Smothers isn't going to run it, like then, it, then it'd be like, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. We, we need to, we need Casey Thompson uh, or like, you know, I'm intrigued with how athletic Cynic is. I'm almost like, this might sound terrible. Like, I'm intrigued to see what happens if Cynic goes in there. Okay, audit, be real. If you, Casey can't play. Casey's in the locker room going, ah, 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 ah I can't ah. play. You can watch the game with Logan Smothers starting or Cynic starting. I think I'm more interested in Cynic I'm starting. I'm more interested in Cynic. Just 
He's like, what? One, 242. One, because he is – the fact that he leapfrogged those two scholarship guys, I'm kind of like, you know what? This dude's got some moxie. <laughs> he got moxie enough are we, are we? Are we now all in on – Jared well, here, because here's what we know. We know that's not an easy. That wasn't an easy decision for coaches to make. No, and he did something right. And he has to do like not only he has to be good to a degree that is so vastly superior to these other guys. You, you know what I mean? Like all you got to do yeah. is like a scholarship guy that's that you you are already starting in front of him, and you got to show like a pulse that you're like. And Cynic has to like continually like bust people's well, I mean, ass. You got these rocket arm dudes that. That are the you know, the up and comers of uh, uh, you know supposedly, and they're gonna put a walk on, a walk on kid from Nebraska that's six foot and looks yeah. like sunshine. I'm just going, man. I don't know. I'm all in on it. I don't know. I'm all in on it. Knowing nothing about Cynic, having never seen him throw, you're all in. On just it. the story alone, I, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I think it's cadence. Instead of blue forty two, it's. No way! <laughs> no. no way! <laughs> Said hut. I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Trips right. No way on three. No way. Said hut. Oh, He's God. kind of snake from Simpsons at times. Whoa. Yoink. Okay. All right. So I mean, I guess we'll say this. I think. I'll say Wisconsin wins 24 to 10, but if Cynic starts, I think Nebraska wins 24 to Whoa. 10. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the Wisconsin will probably win, right? I mean, if Casey, it's all, it's all about Thompson. We got, if Thompson plays, it's a game. If Thompson doesn't play, Nick, if we're talking about Cynic or some others, like we're in trouble. How dare you on behalf of Cynic? But, but I'm excited to see Cynic play. I had other questions for you. I mean, do we? I mean, it's hour fifteen. People oh, yeah. probably are probably tired of us, right? Yeah. You have a job. Do you want to listen to rumors as we say goodbye? Let's. let's I want to hear wanna, more about you those. Hear more? Yeah, sing it. Sing it again. <laughs> you want some more rumors? Okay, I want we some can. More rumors. Nick. Okay, we can do it. All right. Play me out. <laughs> Who do you, who's it? Did you like Lance's? Who do, do you want? I mean, did you like Aranda's? Did you hear the one about Dave? It's big just like a panda. I heard Trev got a tattoo on his arm. It says Aranda. Did you hear the one about Munkin? The message boards are talking. I heard Trev got a tattoo that says God, country, option. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Hey, favorite one. And I like, no, do, uh, do Kiffin. Do Kiffin. You want Kiffin? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get out here in this one. Did you hear the one about Lane? I heard that he is tripping until he found out Trev got a tattoo and it says Kiffin. All right. See y'all next week.